Our souls running in color, color, color. Kick the lies that they wonder, wonder, wonder. Break the pressure that I'm under, under, under. Straight stunning in color, color, color. Welcome to The Color Within, a podcast by Subi People that explores the brilliant, colorful assets that people bring to the world and the environments they spend the most time in, including the workplace, community neighborhoods, and more. All while navigating a world with color codes. I'm Lydia, your host, and join us in this episode where we talk with Deanna, who is a lover of animals and works at a Fortune 500 company. We'll explore the color she holds within and how to navigate the notion of white privilege in the workplace. Join us. Welcome, Deanna. Thank you, Lydia. (laughs) Thank you. Nice to be here. Yes. So tell us, um, tell us more about where you're from and more about your ethnic heritage. Okay. Um, Well, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, um, and uh, I always lived in America. I was born here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I've I've always I've always been here. I speak English. I don't know any other languages and um, my culture has always been here. So awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And what positive qualities do people say that you have? Um, I guess uh, a reoccurring thing that I've heard through my life um, is that people think that I'm pretty easygoing, that I set them at ease, um, that I make them feel comfortable um, and uh, calm. That's awesome. (laughs) And what do people pay you to do? Uh, well, currently, um, I'm paid to be a receptionist, mm-hmm. so um, that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I receive people, um, and also I have my aesthetics license, so I nice. also do um, some skin care services um, on the side of my own business. Awesome. And have you... Actually, if you could tell me a little bit more about what you're passionate about. Okay. Um, well, first off, I, I really love animals. I know you know yeah. that. You said that in the beginning. <laughs> um, so, yes, I, I really love especially dogs and kitties, but I do love um, all animals and just nature, just being outside, and um, I love fashion. That's awesome. So, yeah. And can you tell me... Any time where you felt like somebody saw you in the workplace and really saw your talent, everything that you're bringing to the table, and just wanted to see you grow? Okay. Um, well, I would say when I was working at a spa um, in the aesthetics field, um, I had some really positive um, remarks from different clients um, saying that they felt. Um, that I was really um, invested in what I was doing and that they felt very cared for mm-hmm. and that they could just relax, which was, which was great because that was initially why I got into it. Um, and then also with, I was doing dog walking and dog sitting and yeah. um, people, they just, they could just tell right off the bat that I loved the animals and it's um, wonderful. Yeah, and that just put them at ease for me to take care of their pets, so that worked yes. out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And, you know, when we're talking about the workplace, you know, it's another sphere of our lives. And a lot of times we spend most of our time at work, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it's important to be in an environment where we're comfortable, where we feel like we can grow. And um, with everything that's been going on in the world right now with a lot of the protesting and um, just a lot of the conversation that's going on, um, I wanted to ask you, you know, at your workplace or any other workplace in the past, like, have you ever experienced inequality like firsthand or perhaps witnessed um, another person at work experiencing inequality? Okay, um, I feel that I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. um, a, a particular situation would be when I first got into the workplace and I was younger, I was you know, in my 20s, okay. my early 20s. Um, I felt very disrespected and I think it was tied to my age, mm. um, being um, talked down to, um, mm -hmm. being uh, yelled at. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Wow! And I wasn't seeing that happen with other people. Excuse me, at the right. at the job that I was at. So, the only thing I can think of is that they felt that they could get away with that because of my age. Okay. Okay. So for, that was my personal situation. As far as witnessing someone else, I would say um, yes, I've seen that too. Um, I worked with a gentleman who. I'm not sure what his disability was, but mm -hmm. it was definitely um, maybe Asperger's or something like that. I mean, I'm not, a, I can't diagnose someone, but he definitely had kind of a delay with some things and it was hard for him to learn. And he mm. would talk really fast and he would have lots of questions for everything. Okay. And I felt like they weren't always very accommodating with him mm. and they were very impatient and would shut him down pretty quick. Um, even be somewhat hurtful in how they would respond. Mm. So I would witness that, and I think that came from impatience, but it wasn't right. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, it's so important to be inclusive for everybody at work. Um, as you bring up that example, it makes me think of when I worked in Oregon, um, I met this gentleman, he was blind, and he had the walking stick. And I would see him every day, and it was just amazing how he navigated through all the spaces, and he was so inspiring. And I just had to meet him, so I, I ended up uh, reaching out to him, and we became friends. And we would um, walk from the shuttle that would drop us off to the workplace, and he told me the story of how he got this disability. Like, he was actually a rock climber, and he was actually ice climbing. So wow. he got to a point where he was on the cliff and there was an icicle that came down and hit him here in the temple. Wow. Yeah, and that took away his eyesight. Um, but he was this brilliant person. He had two engineering degrees. Um, he was inventing things and he had a workplace and I got to see his workplace and everything was set up um, so that he could use screen readers and just be able to do his work. and. Thankfully, he was in a place where they really accommodated, you know, his, um, his, you know, situation with not being able to see, and he was able to grow and thrive, and yeah, so it's, mm -hmm. it's so important to provide that environment there. Um, and, you know, have you seen, 
Have you experienced anything because of your ethnic heritage or seen anybody um, experience inequality because of their ethnic heritage? Yes, um, actually, I would say, um, you know, I had a, an, a boyfriend when I was younger who mm -hmm. was Korean. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, there was a handful of times that we would be out walking around and people would um, sometimes shout out um, derogatory remarks hmm. towards him. Hmm. Um, you know, just, just to what they thought was being funny or whatever. Um, right. And so I witnessed that um, firsthand with him, like I said, a handful of times. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. That is very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And where do you think that comes from, um, for people to make those type of comments? You know, I really had the the feeling that it was because he we were together, mm. because we were two different um, backgrounds that came together. Right. And I don't know if people feel threatened by that or they just... I don't know. I, I, honestly, I, because I don't, I wouldn't do something like that. I don't feel compelled to like respond to people that way. Um, doesn't even occur to me. It's hard to understand it. But I, but I don't think I don't necessarily think it would have happened if he was by himself. Mm, I think it had to do with you know, just the two races being together kind of thing like okay. or two people coming from two different backgrounds looking different right mm -hmm. um yeah very interesting mm -hmm. and do you feel like that same thing would happen today oh i know it happens today mm. Mm -hmm. yeah wow because mm -hmm. you'd think like over time people as it gets more and more common people would be more comfortable with it but well i think that's true i mean i think that a lot of people are more comfortable with it, um, but I think that there are still some people that um, that aren't. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's just unfortunate. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that it was commonplace to to be that way, you know. So right. what was it, like the fifties or whatever. So it's really not that long ago. Right. When you think about it. Right. You know. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So here, um, I want to share with you some, some statistics here. Okay. Um, there, there was a Pew Research study in, done in 2019, and it was talking about uh, the notion of being able to, to get ahead in America. And what they were saying was they had a statement in there that said, in order to get ahead in America, it's helpful to be white. That's what they, they were saying. So they surveyed different people with different backgrounds, and they were saying that 59% of all adults believe that statement to be true. Um, hmm. 50%? Yeah, 59%. 59%? Yes, of all adults. Wow. Um, that was 56% of whites, 69% of blacks, 61% of Hispanic, mm -hmm. and 73% of Asian. So I just want to get your thoughts 
on that notion. Do you agree with it? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, it kind of brings me back to the thought of like white privilege, right? It sounds mm -hmm. like it's connecting to that, which right. I really um, don't appreciate that comment. Mm -hmm. um, I actually feel like that's reversed racism, to be honest with you. It makes me very mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think that that, you know, that definitely would exist, unfortunately, and does probably exist, uh, not even probably does exist in some situations. However, I mean, we've we've had, um, in, in the company that I work for now, I mean, all of the, almost all of the higher up people are, are not white. So, okay. you know, I'm, I'm not seeing that everywhere that I go or everywhere that I've worked, um, I see a lot more diversity. Um, okay. So, yeah. And can you tell me a little bit more about that notion of white privilege and the idea that it's, it's reversed racism? I just want to hear more of your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I had heard, I'd heard that term quite a bit in the news. Mm -hmm. um, and there were different, like, conversations online, like, what was it, uncomfortable conversations with a black man, I think it was. And mm -hmm. um, I'd heard about it before, but... Um, I just kind of rejected that notion, and I, 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 I just wouldn't watch that kind of talk. I just didn't appreciate that, and I, I didn't want to hear that because I felt extremely isolated and like mm. offended by that and uncomfortable because it, it, I just didn't. It, it just it seemed so wrong and hurtful. But then, at my own workplace mm -hmm. with job with the um, trainings. And everything going on in the world and they started having these uh, conversations and um, picking up those programs from mm -hmm. the television that were so popular such as the one that I mentioned mm -hmm. and showing that um, having us watch that and I looked around the room and <laughs> there was only two um, Caucasian people there and we both looked at each other like oh my gosh like mm -hmm seriously like why are we sitting here being subjected to this talk you know i'm not saying there weren't any good points because there were some good points but it was very isolating and it was very uncomfortable um because it was also talking about our whiteness being used as a weapon so it's just hmm. like saying my skin color just walking around is a weapon and hmm. uh that was just horrible used as a weapon like what was the context for that? It seemed like it was um, just just being white. You can use that at any time to wield um, power, mm. um, you know, or get what you want or whatever. And I've never felt like that. And mm. I think that's so, so horrible. I mean, how could you? Not, I just don't see how anybody cannot see that as an incredibly racist remark, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, and this was at work. This was you at were work. Able to, okay, mm -hmm. see those videos. And, you know, to your point about it being uh, reverse racism, you know, mm -hmm. I think of Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, he wants, his dream was to have his kids be judged by the content of their character rather yes. than the color of their skin, right? Yes. Um, and 
And when we see people, obviously the first thing we see is their skin color. Um, but it takes time to understand um, and get to know their character. Um, and when I think about the history of this country, you know, I realize that the way that it was set up, um, it was, it's color-coded. It was color-coded in a sense where certain people who had certain um, colors, you know, they fell in the caste system, different, mm -hmm. different positions in the caste system, right? And we see that throughout history, um, people with less melanin in their skin mm -hmm. or have, who have white skin, as they say, they were in the dominant caste in the caste system. Mm -hmm. And when they're in the dominant caste, um, then the idea is that they get more power, they're able to use that position. Um, the problem with having a caste system, though, because it's in so many different cultures, it's not just America. Um, I know my family's from Uganda, and they definitely had a caste system there. Mm. Um, we know of the caste system in India, they also had them in yeah. South America. So it's a global phenomenon, right? Mm -hmm. This whole caste, um, issue of caste. So, but the problem with it is that when we create these hierarchies, it's based on the lie that some people are better than others, mm. which is, it's a lie because at the end of the day, when we all get to know each other, we realize that we're all the same. We all have the same needs. We all have hopes and dreams. Um, but that's, that is, um, unfortunately, the, the unfortunate part of a caste system, but it's a reality, you know, mm -hmm. even though maybe they did away with these other parts like slavery and some of the other laws, there's still elements of that caste system. Mm -hmm. um, but this idea that when people are at the, in the dominant caste, they have a, there's this spirit associated with that, that position, mm -hmm. a spirit of dominance, of like arrogance, that, pe that, that those people, they enjoy a certain luxury mm -hmm. in being in that position and they're looking down on that. But the, but the problem with that, associating color with that, is that people who are in who are born into that position they may not agree with the tenets of the caste system they may not have that spirit right their mm -hmm. character may be totally different and so i think when i hear that statement from those videos that whiteness is used as a weapon it's it's the idea of that that spirit the spirit of dominance is they're associating that with their skin color, which is associated with that position in the caste system. But you can't, you can't associate that because then it can turn into prejudice, as your, to your point. Because mm -hmm. if you see somebody with white skin, you automatically believe that they have that spirit, which mm -hmm. is not true. Um, I've had so many people throughout my life who are white and who are the most humble people, who have helped me, who have loved me, so I think it's, it's unfair to just assume that people have that spirit, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd love to hear um, more, more of your thoughts and how can we balance your view? Like what would you have preferred to, to hear in that, in that setting at work? I'm, I'm not really sure. I've never thought about that. Um, I guess 
I felt initially like this is not the place for this. I mean, the world had all this, still does, has all this craziness happening. And um, a lot of political stuff is tied into a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that this the workplace was not the place to um, start regurgitating all of these like um, sayings and um, I just felt like it was kind of being forced fed mm-hmm. and I, to make it different. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't, I mean, I guess, you know, having a discussion, but it, it just, you know, maybe, maybe bringing it up, you know, you know, what's going on in the world and, you know, having, having a discussion or, you know, asking people, how do they cope with what's going on? You know, mm. um, how, how can we, you know, support each other, you okay. know, emotionally or, you know, um, you know, some resources for, for, you know, how, how to cope with it, you know, um, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, keeping everybody safe, keeping everybody, um, you know, feeling like there's this togetherness, you know, with what's happening and how we can support each other. Right. You know, because I, we weren't experiencing, at least at my job, um, with the group of people that I work with, um, to my knowledge, and also even talking to other people that, that I work with, we weren't experiencing this um, racism between each other. Like, we weren't going through that. And it was kind of like creating like an issue where there wasn't an issue mm-hmm. um, within our workplace. So I feel like, you know, um, just like I said, just, you know, you could bring up what's going on in the world and just kind of support each other and try to, like, you know, um, you know, convey that, you know, we are all here for each other and, you know, how to cope because mm-hmm. there's so much going on. So emotionally people are really distraught. Um, they're, they're hurting, they're angry, they're, they're sad, you know, um, something like that. But just taking, I, I felt like with my job and, and maybe even with others, probably so that they were just taking, it, they were going the easy route. Like they felt they had to address it because right. everybody was kind of like, Oh, we, you know, we're not racist. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, we don't, you know, so let's, you know, we, we, every, everybody needs to address it. So they just, what was the most popular videos then? You know, what, what was on the news then? Like who, who, Mm -hmm. who was the, you know, the, the athlete or the Hollywood person that was, you know, um, having, you know, a discussion and they just, they just grabbed that and they just threw it on. And it was just kind of like, winking at each other like we're all good people when it was like not genuine it would have been much more genuine to do it the other way right so, i like that so yeah. a much more hands-on approach to really understand what the issues were if yeah. there are any because right if you have, if you ask that question any of the issues kind of mm-hmm. would rise to the top mm-hmm. hopefully and if you create a safe space for people to talk right as individuals like i work in a really really big company but i work mm-hmm. with this a smaller group of people to where we all know each other's name. We all know where each other lives. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we could have easily addressed it in our small group in, in a more personal way. Like, oh, Lydia, I know, you, I, lo- I know you live downtown or close to downtown. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. how are you doing? Right. You know, um, something like that. Rather than just saying like, oh, there's, you know, there's black, there's white, there's issues, you know, they're, they're against the odds and we're making sure that our workplace is not against each other and so therefore right. you're going to watch this and you're going to you know we're going to tell you what what you're what you should be thinking about yourself we're going to tell you mm. how you should be responding to each other mm-hmm. it wasn't personal 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It didn't feel genuine. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that that is some great feedback. And Deanna, I've learned so much from you from this thank session. You. So thank you for your time. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Lydia. Do you have a similar story? Text me at my community number at 312-847-3352 to share your story and join the Subi People community. Thank you for tuning in and join us in the next episode of The Color Within.